Um, K-I-S-H-U. Um, that is from a is from a foreign language. So I don't know what it means. You don't. Um, so this game is the easiest way to describe it is to sort of do that elevator pitch, you know, T Fury ass like here are these three things smashed together. Mm-hmm. We'll explain this. So the alternate sort of fascistic 80s of Watchmen, right? The comic, right? Okay. Where, you know, for some reason Nixon is still president. You know, that kind of thing, right? He never left office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so imagine that. Imagine like an 80s sort of alternate history fascist kind of thing. Right. Got, got that over there. And then you've got like all of the bike shit from Akira, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, so you got that stuff. Okay. And then as sort of a, a third mixture, you've got um, the kind of hoodlum gang vibe from uh, Clockwork Orange. Right? Mm. So mash all of those together, and you have Kishu. Right? So it's 1986, but not really. I'm not even born yet! Oh my god! My brother was just born. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're in too deep. <laughs> Pull him out! Yank the cord. He's gone too far back. He's got too close. I told him not to get too close. Um, so it's 1986. 18 years prior, um, the Outworlders mm-hmm. made contact with humanity. Right, And they are basically these... these I mean, quite literally, otherworldly beings, right? Some people saw them as aliens. Some people saw them as angels. Like, I don't mean literally speaking, okay. but like yeah. metaphorically speaking, they, you know. But they were these sort of beings mm-hmm. with advanced technology and stuff like that. And part of that first contact thing accelerated this second industrial revolution. It's Gintama, right? What? Gintama. It's like what they did. Is they had aliens. It's like. The Meiji era, but they advanced like the modern times. So the Federation is pissed, is what I'm hearing here. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> um, yeah. So so it, it accelerated this second industrial revolution, which was, as you might expect, hypercapitalist like hell scale right yeah. thing and of course that naturally speaking triggers this climate apocalypse right um, to the point where the remaining like disparate bits of land on the earth right that haven't been sort of subsumed by rising sea levels and all this stuff like crazy weather are all stitched together with these giant um Bridges essentially called ultra highways, right? We're talking like thousands and thousands of miles of like Your just Florida pure Key concrete style. highways. It's like bridge. Mm-hmm. These bridges connect these bits of landmass because they go over what is now a completely radioactive earth sea, right? 
instead of trains. They done fucked everything up, and now, yes, imagine Snowpiercer, but instead of all the ice, just, like, radioactive water everywhere. And so now they have to, like, create these ultra highways so that people can get to, like, these different Get to work. (laughs) So... My commute was three days, guys. (laughs) And I love love saying this. Um, So in this... In this environment, right, naturally, because of the climate apocalypse, because of the contact with the the outworlders who are long gone, right, um, (laughs) there is a kind of a fascist global military police force, right, um, led by the God King Ronald Reagan. (laughs) Um, And his whole thing is like, you know, as you might expect, hmm. to 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 bring the the unruly kind of Mad Max esque remainders of humanity under under the great boot heel, right? Um, and you guys playing the game uh, are a kind of a, a a group of ragtag sort of Akira style kind of bikers, right? Mm-hmm. Who are constantly on the move. Um, trying to avoid what they call the 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 MPs or MPs, the military police, right? Um, and just doing like hood rat shit with your friends, right? That that sort of thing. Um, now, unlike some other some other game, this is based on like Blades in the Dark, by the way. It's a Forge mm-hmm. of Dark game. Okay. Unlike other things, this has a really particular endpoint and a really particular setup for the plot. Basically, regardless of what's actually happening in the story, you have an objective, right? You have a alien artifact left over from the Outworlders' visit visit in '68, <laughs> right? Um, and it's your job to take that artifact and deliver it to the people's resistance, right? You know the organization that is resisting old God King Reagan, right? Um, it's vitally important that you get that over there. Now, in order to do that, you've got to cross thousands and thousands of miles of highway and avoid the, the, the MPs and stuff like that. Avoid crashing your bike into the fucking radioactive sea and all this shit, right? And withstand like crazy super storms and like, it's a whole thing, right? Um, and part of that is like, in order to do that, you've got to also contend with like violent enemy gangs as well, because like it's the Mad Max comparison is there as well, where it's just like there are all these other biker gangs who are either interested in the technology or just want to fuck you up, you know, and like just for a good time. Go, yeah, yeah, you've got to go against them as well. So basically, you've got to try to work together to deliver this artifact. Um, and try not to get killed by the weather, the police, or other gangs. Okay? I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. So, I was on board at God King Reagan. I mean, God King Reagan is solid. a good hook. Is, is, is right? this oh, Dementia yeah. Reagan, or is this like before? The guy Reagan. from the monkey movie? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's Verge of... Verge of dementia. Right? Well, he's he's probably kept up like the forty k emperor now. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, just pumped full of drugs. Yeah, and hooked up to all the machines and artificial organs. But anyway, so 
Like that that that's where you are right now. It's it's a hellish, weird, radioactive nineteen eighty six with like Akira S biker gangs everywhere. And you gotta deliver a package uh, to to stop God King Reagan from I don't know, trickling down the rest of the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense? Trickle down apocalypse. There is a trickle down joke in this fucking book. I swear. Excellent. Um, but yeah, so th- this is something that I came across the other day, um, looking for like just new new stuff that we hadn't necessarily touched before, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily mechanically, but like just like conceptually. Yeah. Like, we haven't really done a we've never done a biker thing before, and we certainly haven't done like a weird. Uh, kind of cyberpunk um, bike yeah. kind of thing. Before. Bike apocalypse. That also has this climate kind of change thing along with it too. So, let's see here. Basically, you know, you, you each play a jockey, right? You've each got your own motorcycle, right? Um, and I will explain, like, some of you have played Blades in the Dark before and some of you haven't. I mm-hmm. know. Some more I don't think he's. I don't think he's bladed yet. <laughs> I can tell if you're suspicious or aroused. Why not both? I'm just on cough medicine, so like things are going slow. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm catching up, just not in real time. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, let, let me know if you need me to like buffer. Or... No, we're good. Okay. Just imagining Kyle, you're sitting there, and it's just the like. I'm just like two minutes behind everyone else. Yeah, it, it's the Star oh, Wars. Oh, Reagan, huh? <laughs> it's the Star Wars. We've hit hyperspace, kind of like everything's yeah. just stretching. And the it. and the Curb Your Enthusiasm music is playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So dill chips, chips. Basically, yeah. you will pick a. That sounds good. You'll pick a a playbook, right? I mean, that's, that's something you're familiar with, right? So here's an example of one of the playbooks. That's the heart back to... This is um, this is Hamhawk. <laughs> Beater of asses, intimidator of wusses. Bibs. <laughs> so, Fair. <laughs> and so you can see that you've got your standard playbook abilities, right? There are... Um, in creating your character, you'll be putting some dots into your like skills and attributes here, and that determines how many d6s you're going to roll, right, to, to do a check. You'll select some playbook abilities, yada, yada, yada. Um, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more in a minute. Um, but you'll also pick, you'll also create your cycle as well. Nice. Um, you'll pick a manufacturer. You'll pick a like a mod for the cycle as well from the list, and like you'll name your bike and everything like that. And it becomes an essential part of you because um, you have a whole attribute called cycle, right? And under cycle, there's speed, maneuver, and aggro. Speed representing like as you would expect, maneuver as you'd expect, the aggro being like kind of combat or physical related stuff. Nothing is specifically on your bike. If you weren't on your bike, you would use something like bully or scrape, right? Oh, but since you're on your bike, you're going to use aggro instead, right? If you're not on your bike, specifically your bike that you are bonded with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't get the dots in nice. cycles. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's 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 vitally important that you like 
Now, that, that doesn't mean that you can't, like, get on other people's bikes or steal them or, like, temporarily, like, take control of another vehicle or something. You can so totally do that, but you're not going to benefit. You're not in tune with that. You're not in tune with that, that vehicle, so you don't get to use the, okay. the bonuses you have, right? Cool. You know how your bike works. And then you're also going to put, like, you also, a lot like Blades in the Dark where you create a crew, there will also just create a gang really quickly and, and, and get that together. Okay. All right, start coming up with gang names. Two hours later. Duran Duran. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Duran Duran Jr. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to avoid the legal <laughs> issues. Yeah. yeah. It is a hyper-capitalist hellscape, after all. So, um, <clears throat> action rolls are pretty simple, right? Um, you're going to roll a certain amount of D6s. That's all you need, D6s. Right? Nice. Um, Again, if you played Blade, if you played Blades in the Dark, a lot of this is going to be familiar. Um, if your highest result, your single highest result out of all the d6s you roll, is a six, it's a pure success, right? If it's a four or a five, it's a partial success. Okay. If it's one, two, or three, you failed. You, you fucked up, <laughs> right? Reagan's coming for your ass. Yes. Reagan Smith. Reagan. Reagan sleep. You roll two sixes, it's a crit. If you roll more than one six in a single roll, it's a crit. Yes. Cool. Um, so you've got a bunch of actions. Specifically, there are nine of them. Speed, maneuver, and aggro, like I said, under cycle. Con, sus, and bully, <laughs> under will. Oh, no. And scrape, finesse, and tune, under angst, right? And those will have a rating from zero to four, right? Okay. Now, by putting dots in those actions, you will fill up, like, this this first column before the line. You see? Mm-hmm. Before that. The amount of dots in this column here represents what your your ability score for that particular thing is, right? Yeah. So for cycle, if you've filled in one on all the starting ones, your, your ability three. is three. Correct. Your cycle will be three. And you would only use that to resist consequences that are related to cycle, will, or angst, right? It's your defense. Yeah, uh, so to speak, right? Cycles for driving your cycle, as you would expect. Will is for exerting the power of your personality and influence, intuition. And angst is performing physical feats, generally speaking, right? When you speed, and uh, this is a brief description of like what all the actions do, right? When you speed, you're driving as fast as you can. When you maneuver, you're pulling a stunt on your cycle. When you aggro, you're brawling on your cycle. When you con, you're compelling someone to do something with persuasion or guile. Okay. When you sus, you're trying to figure something out. Huh. Right? Like gathering info, investigating, that sort of thing. When you bully, you're making someone do something with a show of prowess or intimidation. Mm. Now, it's easy to like look at bully and think, like, oh, it's, that's just intimidation. Not technically. You could, like... Show off. Show off and, and use that to kind of influence people. Revolver. <laughs> when you scrape, you're destroying something with force, you're being athletic, or you're fighting without your cycle. Off your cycle. Got it. When you finesse, you're sneaking around, being subtle and skillful, or tracking someone. When you tune, 
you're hacking systems or fixing up cycles and people. Oh. Right? So tune is the same thing that we use to hack a security system, repair a totaled cycle, and patch up a gunshot wound. Right? Hmm. So tune works for bikes and people. Right? It's got range. So like a lot of other Blades in the Dark things, there are two aspects to any action role that I that you you do, right? There's your position, and there's your impact. Position is one of three states, and it represents fictionally where you are when you're attempting, where you are, um, complication speaking, well, I shouldn't say complication, where you are in your position of effectiveness, let's say, when you're attempting the action. You can do it from a controlled position, which means you have the upper hand, right? Mm -hmm. You've had a little bit of time to prepare, maybe. You're in a position where, like, you have a natural um, fluency with something or an inclination. Like, for whatever reason, you've got the upper hand. You're the one kind of in charge, right? You can do, you can attempt an action from a risky position which is sort of the default, right? Hmm. Where things aren't necessarily bad for you, but they're not necessarily good for you either. It could go either way, right? There's an element of risk involved. Or you can do it from a desperate position, which is you're on the back foot, <coughs> things are looking bad for you, and you've got to kind of pull out the stops to get the thing to happen, right? So that's the position. And I'll tell you what the position is for whatever thing that you're trying, right? So, for instance, um, let's say that you are um, you're trying to ambush a gang that's sort of riding in past this uh, gas station, right? If you've spent the previous, like, ten minutes or whatever setting up some traps or whatever, then, like, you'd be operating from a controlled position, right? If they're coming up, like, seconds behind you and you're like okay everybody like duck behind like a pump or something like that and get ready that's a risky position if you arrive at the gas station and the gang is already there and like they see you coming in and they start getting into position to like ambush you as you roll in like that's a risky position that makes sense those are the different sort of Hmm. Like different states. Examples of this. Do you mean desperate, state. or is that would that? Still Sorry, be? desperate. desperate yeah, is what yeah. the word is. Because yeah. they've had time to prep. Yeah. You also have impact, right? Which represents like how effective you're going to be, keeping in mind what the position is, hmm. right? And that is by default. However many action dots you've got in the action, right? So by default, your impact for a speed, if you've got two dots, is 2d6. Right, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Or it's represented as 2i for impact. Right, that makes sense. Now, um, impact... Oh, wait. Um, impact is cumulative from a bunch of different sources. Right? Meaning that, let's say, for example... You're trying to fight a hostile gang on foot. Okay? There's ten of them, so you're severely outnumbered. 
And because of that, because of the fiction or whatever, you get minus two impact. Mm. Your, your jockey, however, is nearly superhumanly strong for whatever reason. And has four dots in scrape. That translates to four impact. So, four impact minus the two from being outnumbered is two impact. And that determines, finally, how many d6s that you're rolling. Right? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. just a matter mm -hmm. of, like, it, it, it is a different way of thinking about, like, the old school 3.5, like, I get a plus two here, or I get a minus two there, or whatever. So we're thinking about it in terms of impact and framing it in a fictional position first rather than a mechanical position. Right? Yeah, looking more at the narrative. Now, you can end up with zero or even negative impact, right, which makes sense, right? There could be a point where, like, um, you know, the odds are stacked against you in such a way that, like, you basically don't get to benefit from the action dots that you have. If you're rolling at a zero, right, you'd just be rolling 2d6 and you'd have to take the lowest result. Right? Got it. If your impact is negative because of all the cumulative little things that are adding up, um, you would roll one additional die for each impact below zero. So negative one is three dice. And you'd take the lowest value of those. Okay. I thought the example showed a minus three and you only rolled three dice. What? That's what confused me. Like the example that hmm. they were walking through. Oh, was, you, uh, you're talking, you've read this page? Yeah. It was um, like minus three and then they only rolled three dice and that confused no, me. No, they rolled five dice. They rolled five? Yeah. Okay. So here's an example to sort of explain that a little bit further, right? So it's the same example as above, right? You got four dots in scrape, minus two because you're outnumbered. The gang is heavily armed this time, so it's minus three, and you don't have any dots in scrape. So you're already starting at zero. So your total impact there would be minus three. That make sense? Because you were at zero, they're heavily armed, minus three. So what that means is, You'd normally be starting with two dice because you're at zero, right? That's the default, right? Mm -hmm. But because minus three, it's three, four, five. You roll all of those and take the single lowest result. That make sense? Yep. That, and obviously, it'll make more sense in play when like all those factors come into play, and you're like, okay, what's my final number? It's negative one. Okay, I gotta roll three so dice and take the lowest. With positive impact, if you only have one impact, you still only roll one dice. No. It, Impact one would be three dice still, right? Well, no. No. Impact one. In their example, they had two impacts and they still they only rolled two dice? Uh, that your, 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 your total impact is going to be the total number of dice that you roll. Got okay. Regardless yeah, of what so your for, dots are. For positive. Right. Yeah. So the more dots you have in an action, the more likely that your ending impact total, whatever that is, is going to be closer to the amount of dots that you have or, or more like you're mitigating penalties. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. right. Okay, so that's that's why it was different between positive and negative. So, uh, ex explaining a little bit more about what I said about the cycle, right? You can't make a resistance roll with the cycle attribute when you're not on your cycle. That makes perfect sense. If you take, if you're on one of your gang members' cycles, 
So somebody mm-hmm. else's in your gang. That doesn't count, right? It's got to be yours. You can still make action rolls with the actions under the psycho attribute, speed, maneuver, aggro. If you're on a cycle that isn't yours, like I explained, you can still do that. But if you do, the base number of dice you roll is always zero. Now, you could still end up getting two or three dice because of positive impact from something else, right? A circumstantial thing. An advantage. Someone helping you. Or someone helping you, for instance. But you're already acting at a deficit, at a a penalty. Not using your own bike. Because you're not on your own bike, which is your machine. Yep. Um, Sometimes consequences will happen. I'll inform you what those are. Sometimes... You lose the opportunity to do something. You find yourself in a worse position. So you might have been a controlled, but now you're at risky. Or you might have been a risky, and now you're a desperate. Right? You might take some harm, which is the most straightforward consequence that you can take. Right? You, you have to take away some harm. Um, <coughs> and when you take harm, you take away at your harm or see harm or cycle harm wheel. Does that make sense? And for everything that you... Um, it's a little hard to see because of the printing, but um, for every thing that you tick, like there's a, a possible penalty involved, right? Like if you tick two harm, you're going to take minus one to your non-cycle actions. Does that make sense? If you took okay. two harm to your C harm, you take minus one to cycle actions. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's basically... You've got your two health pools you've got for you and you've got for your cycle, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you took one, two, three, four, five harm, and I'm specifically talking about old Hamhawk here. Right? <laughs> if you take five harm, um, you're incapacitated, right? If you took six harm, you're dead. Makes sense? There's your limit. On cycle harm, you might take one, two, three, four and your cycle breaks down. So at breakdown. Mm-hmm. After you take any cycle action, you got to make a tune roll. Mm-hmm. And if you roll a 1 to a 3, you suffer cycle harm in addition to anything else that will be happening based on the roll. Pushing it beyond its right. limits. Yes. Correct. It's already on. And that is a wheel point. that you're filling um, clockwise, right? So you're ticking away this way, right to left, right? So you get the top right, chick, 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 all the way around, right? Uh, let's see here. You've got heat, which builds up in a couple of different ways. Heat represents how interested, it says here, of how interested the MP is in kicking your shit in. Okay? So you can gain heat in a couple different ways. You can push yourself, which is you're voluntarily taking heat to like add a dice or add plus one impact, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, you can resist consequences, right? Basically, you decide, okay, I don't want this consequence to happen, so I'm going to roll my, let's say it's a physical thing that doesn't involve your bike. I'm going to roll my angst attribute, right, to resist getting you know, half of my shoulder scraped off by the asphalt, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, it's always successful, but the cost is six minus whatever the highest result is you roll in terms of heat. Does that make sense? Oh. So it's like a gamble where you're saying like, okay, I don't want this consequence to happen, but... You're buying off the... Mm-hmm. You're essentially buying it off with a certain amount of heat, and that heat is determined by just how well you roll, right? Assisting another gang member with an action roll, like you want to add plus one impact to somebody else doing it, doing something, you'd have to add a heat for that. Okay. Um, taking a gang action will add heat. Certain playbook abilities say, like, add you know, take one heat or whatever. Probably like psychic stuff. And mm-hmm. taking downtime at the end of each episode. Um, so on this gang sheet here, you can see that there's heat plus gears, and there's like a heat tracker here, and then there are these gears that go all the way up to 10, right? Every time this heat gauge fills all the way up, you mark one of these gears. And that means a gear shift occurs. That means that the MP gets even more aggravated with you, and even more bent on, like, finding you and stopping you. Cool. Right? Alright. When a gear shift occurs... The MP shows up in force, right? Now, if you're at gear one and that happens, maybe two or three MP officers flag you down and, like, check your papers or something like that. If it's a 10, fucking Black Ops squad comes in with, like, helicopters and shit, and they're like, it's it's five-star GTA okay. time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like The end times are nigh. Good fucking luck. Come right? <laughs> destroy the bridge. <laughs> Here's a special thing. If the true nature of the artifact that you're transporting is revealed to the envy for whatever reason, a heat gear is immediately filled. Right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Now, you may be wondering, okay, so I build up enough heat, <coughs> it ticks over, and the uh, gear is about to be filled, right? Is there anything that I can do about that? Yes. How can I cool off? It's called bleeding the clutch, right? <laughs> Basically, if you do this, the gear shift is canceled out, and the heat track is cleared. Okay. You say, no, this isn't going to happen. However. However, you have to take what's called a trauma fuse, Mm. which is something like cowardice, recklessness, belligerence, right? And you can only ever have up to three trauma fuses at a time, so you can only do this so many times, right? And you ought to save taking a trauma fuser when it really counts, when you really need it. (laughs) When you really don't want the MP to show up. Right. Also, as you gain heat gears, right, as as those gears tick up, um, you take an impact penalty to hold out against the MP. Basically, the higher the gears are, the harder it is to resist them. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got two gears, for instance, that's minus one. Six mm-hmm. gears would be minus three. Eight would be minus four. It's basically half rounded down, right, is, you know, is the penalty for that, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, when a gang member makes an action roll to fight, run from, or otherwise hold out against the MP, you've got to take this penalty. Into consideration. Specifically the MP, not every other. Specifically the MP, not literally yeah. any action, but just like mm-hmm. in dealing with the MP, because that's that's what this heat and gear gauge is, is 
tracking is the MP's reaction. Mm-hmm. Other gangs will still fuck with you, and that's like, and that's a whole separate thing that's mm-hmm. interacted by, impacted by the fiction, right? But this is specifically about the MP who are, for all intents and purposes, the big bad. Yeah, it, you're dealing with something so much more powerful than you. Yes, like it's, it, it's almost you can think of it like any of the Cthulhu mythos, where it's like if you meet a great old one. It's almost a matter of time, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Eventually, eventually they're gonna get you. Right. There is no if; it's a when. Right. Correct. Okay. Finally, another way that you can gain, well, that you can use heat basically, is taking what's called Reagan's wager. (laughs) Basically, Reagan's wager is like the the devil's bargain or whatever from. Mm-hmm. which is um, you agree to take plus one impact on any action roll that you take right you say mm-hmm. okay I want this but whenever you take Reagan's wager something bad happens regardless of whether you succeed or fail nice <laughs> so that's it basically you just I really need that extra dice and I'm willing to have something bad happen in order to make that make that the case. Right. <laughs> Let's say you're trying to, as a unit, as a whole gang, try to try to accomplish something. Everybody rolls their pools, right? Mm-hmm. The relevant action roll, whatever it is, and the outcome is determined by the single highest result between all of the rolls. Nice. Right. Okay. So as long as one of you get a six, that's a pure total success, right? When doing so, the gang gains one heat plus Mm. the number of rolls that are one, two, or three. Uh, Okay. It's the number of failures from the group as a whole. Essentially, yes. Interesting. And you can't crit on a gang action. You can just succeed. Is that just the dice or the number? That's the dice. Okay. Literally the result on the dice, right? Yeah. yeah. So people can still succeed, but it still counts towards like the heat generation. Yeah, but yeah, but mm-hmm. you're still looking at whatever the one highest number is. So if you guys all roll and somebody gets a six, that's a success. You've done as a gang whatever you were trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But if you get, let's say there are there There's are three threes in the pool that everybody rolled, rolled. That's one heat plus one, two, three. That's four in total heat that you're taking up. So acting as a gang is powerful, but right. also attracts lots of heat. The lots attention. Heat. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or it can attract yeah. a lot of heat. Right. Unless you're really good at what you do. All of you. Yep. Talking about Reagan's wager, it says, don't be afraid of the wager. The benefits will eventually trickle down. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And you can take only take Reagan's wager once for one action roll. Right? You can't do it yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Makes sense. But you can take it as many times as you want in a session. Yes, correct. Okay. When you crit, it's when you crit when you're doing an action roll, it's good because depending on the position you're in, you can clear a certain amount of heat, right? Oh. So let's say you're in a risky position, standard kind of thing, and you crit, you clear two heat. Mm. If you didn't push yourself. Okay. So critting is is not only good for your chances of success, obviously, but also you can Help the group. Yeah. 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 I already love that mechanic of having like group heat. 
as something to worry about. Mm -hmm. They are leaning into it nicely. And like I mentioned before, if you want to resist a consequence that happens, you roll a number of dice equal to the attribute rating of whatever you're resisting. So like physical harm, you would use angst. Mental harm, you would use will. If you're actively driving your cycle, then you would be using cycle. cycle. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if you're taking physical harm on your cycle, you'd still be rolling cycle. Does that make sense? Yep. The gang gains six heat minus the highest result of the roll, like I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. You can also protect someone from a consequence, right? Mm. You say, no, Mr. President, get down. Get down. Right? <gasps> um, no Emperor God being. <laughs> when you do that, you're, you describe what you do to try to protect them from this consequence, and then you make the roll instead of them, right? Okay. And you can do so with an extra die, or like plus one impact, right? Um, you might have to do an action roll to get into position or get ready or whatever. Um, and basically what that means is that like um, you're going to take um, it, it, anything that goes south that's on you now rather than the person you are protecting. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're, you're throwing yourself into the way of danger. They're getting out of it. And, it. and it encourages you to to protect each other because you get that extra dice yeah. you know, mm -hmm. in, the, uh, in the process. Right. I mentioned fuses before, like trauma fuse, for instance. Mm -hmm. Fuses are words that describe someone or something. That's the key word. You, your cycle, okay. your relationship of one of your fellow gang members, the whole gang, right? You can have up to three of each kind of fuse. fuse at a time, except for rep fuses. Those are for gangs, and you only get one of those. Right. So a personal fuse is something that describes who you are or the temperament of your cycle. Right. Like friendly, brutal, daring. Right. Backfire. <laughs> a gang fuse describes your relationship with another gang member. Brother, ward, lover. Trauma fuses, like I mentioned before, right, where that's a way that you can um, stop uh, a, a, gear shift. a gear shift, right, is a personal flaw, vice, or shortcoming. Coward, lecher, haunted, gambler, that sort of thing, right? And then your rep fuse, your one rep fuse, describes your gang's reputation, right? Okay. And these fuses act as ways to accrue experience points to, to, to advance your abilities, right? Mm. Ah. <laughs> so other fuses, like your, your personal fuses, your gang fuses, your relationships with each other, are, are fluid, right? Like, if something happens in the game and then during the downtime you're like, well, my relationship with this other person has changed, right? Mm -hmm. You can clear it and gain, you know, mark XP for that and then write a new one in that better reflects okay. the current relationship. your relationship or who you are, right? Or how your cycle is or whatever. Those can change. Trauma fuses are permanent, mm. right? 
Now they are negative, right? Obviously, but they still allow you to earn XP by leaning into them as sort of role playing. Uh, right. Can you invoke the fuses for like impact? No, okay. not unless not unless that ability specifically tells you that you can do that, right? or it's a trauma fuse you're leaning into, in which. So, I already explained that you can take a trauma fuse to try to stop a gear shift from happening, right? You can also use it to cheat death. Mm. Say you're going to die. You could instead opt to take a trauma fuse. Now I am a coward who is afraid of, I don't know, getting run over <laughs> because I had a really traumatic experience, obviously. And so you have to take that on and you've cheaped it. Now, again, you can only have a maximum of three trauma fuses, so you so can only cheat up, for instance, three times. Right? Once those fill up, you can't do that anymore. Right? You're too flawed of a human being to cheat death anymore. <clears throat> now, here's... Freeze. Now, here's another fun thing. Now, I know I'm laying a lot on you, but, mm -hmm. like, uh, the, you know, we're not layers necessarily going layers. to engage with all of this stuff at once. Right? Whenever you would take a trauma fuse cheat death or to stop a gear shift you can instead opt to roll on the mutation table instead Ooh. yes I, I do remember just that. for fun <laughs> mutations always have a chance to result in instant death good to know so think about it before you decide to do that it's not an easy way to just keep cheating death it is not no <laughs> because you could just instantly die I'm about to die. I'll take a mutation. You die. Now, I was... Or you get wings. Mm -hmm. said, you know. um, now, I was mentioning XP, right? Has to do with your fuses, right? When you solve or cause a problem as a result of the role-playing you're doing in relation to your fuses, mm -hmm. you declare it to the table, let them know what's happening, right? Then you mark one of the two dots next to your fuse on your playbook. Right. And when that gets filled up, you mark XP uh, on, your, on your book, right? When your XP track is filled, you get to choose a new ability, you get to put in a new action dot, you get a new cycle mod from your manufacturer list, that sort of thing, right? Uh, equipment, hmm? right? Basically, you'll list some stuff down, and those are things that you can have at a moment's notice. You don't necessarily have to be, they're not necessarily physically on your person. They're just like, you can get a hold of it really quickly within a matter of like seconds or whatever because it's within reach or like it's in your bag or it's in the, the bike. compartment of the, on your bike or something like that, right? When you need to use something on your equipment list, you check the... Um, the box in, in the column right here saying I've, I've used it, right? Mm -hmm. um, or I've produced it, it's here now, right? And you mark a number of dots on your carry track equal to however many okay. dots it's yeah. worth. It's right? very blades in the dark. Yeah. Everyone's carry limit is six, right? So you can see that you can only like produce so much equipment before you've reached your carry limit. And at that point, you can't just like. Yeah, keep pull, keep pulling stuff out of your pockets, right? You just have the things that you have. The clown cars. That make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine it's like a bag of holding, where like you have a whole bunch of stuff in there, but as soon as you pull enough stuff out that it, it makes it up to the limit, those are those are the items that you have. Right? Yep. 
That is a very nice way to do equipment. And during downtime, you erase all the carry dots you've marked, so you can like, you Reset. get you get that bag of holding mm-hmm. essentially back. Like, Reshuffle, yeah. ready to go. Yes. I don't know. I found it on the floor along with the hmm. thing. I imagine that cedar probably left that there. And are these your teeth marks? Probably, it, all, yes. it, it almost seems like it, because it keeps on wanting to go towards it. <laughs> Leon doesn't have as many teeth on the front. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Sorry, he's no. had lots of teeth. Cold. If you have armor, you can use that in place of a resistance roll. Oh. So that way you don't have to roll and possibly get heat. You can just be like, nope. It spins it. You can also, now you have armor for you and armor for your cycle as well, right? So. Mm. You also have things called special armor, which is not necessarily armor in the literal sense, but it's something that you can expend um, to like to do, a, do, to do a thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To protect you from a consequence or to do a special thing, right? For instance, with Hamhawk, one of the abilities that he can take is Adrenaline Rush. You can expend your special armor to engage a group of up to ten enemies alone without taking an impact penalty from being outnumbered. So whereas you would normally take an impact penalty for being outnumbered, instead you mark your special arm and you say, "Let's you go." In there. Yeah, you know, I'm going to do an old, old boy holding <laughs> scene, right? Damn. And then downtime, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. Um, that's all. Right. Okay, so let's talk about putting characters together. Let's let's talk about playbooks, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got the gear belt, fixer of shit, master of cycles, basically the person who is in charge of like. Mm-hmm. Fixing and maintaining um, stuff out there on the asphalt, right? Be it people or cycles. Yes, that is true. Yes, you could. It's basically a doctor for your cycles or your people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, a a mechanic for the flesh and for the metal. <laughs> Chop doc. Sometimes quite literally. Yes. Hamhock, which I mentioned before, beater of asses, intimidator of wusses. It says here. Fancy talking and quick driving is one thing, and sure, it has its uses. But to really get what you want, or what you need, sometimes you just got to beat the living shit out of someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, And that, obviously, is like geared towards, for instance, take plus one impact to action rolls you make to fight with your fists. Mm-hmm. You have plus one impact when you intimidate or threaten someone. See, that's, that. mm-hmm. that's obviously leaning in that direction. Then you've got Tackwit. Smooth talker, snake in the grass. Basically, you're the people person. Okay. Which means that um, your con and finesse and that sort of thing are high, and you're talking about like using cheap tricks or um, trying to. You can clear additional heat when you crit. Um, you can negate the heat cost of an action roll if you expend your special armor. Right. Basically, it's it's about wheeling and dealing, about like you know, talking to people and smoothing things over. And you're that guy, right? The fixer. Outmind. The fucking weirdo. Basically, <laughs> um, you're a person who got outworld woven into your DNA, right? Hmm. And so now you are. Uh, Tetsuo, so it's, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So now you're like big pulsy brain guy with, with psychic powers, right? Here's a fun ability. You don't necessarily... You can choose one ability when you get your playbook. Here's one you can choose if you decide to play this guy. You always suffer from one tick of harm, and it can't be healed. Okay? When you resist harm that someone tried to inflict on you, and you roll a six, you can choose to make that person's head explode. <laughs> Among many other reasons why you should play an outline. Yeah. So there's that. Then there's Defect, which the subtitle here is Oink Oink Motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> you are a former MP. Right? Mm, yep. Basically, it says here, there are no good MP. You are not some righteous objector. Even if you see the error of your ways now, the evil you've already done remains no less unspeakable. At this point, you're only slightly more useful as an escort than you would be at the bottom of the radioactive sea. Tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, a, a playbook, for instance, where, because of your credentials, take plus three impact to any roles made to infiltrate or otherwise interact with government technology or facilities. Um, so you kind of got an inside man in that respect, mm -hmm. right? Genomorph. Mutating for fun. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, they gain stats for every mutation they get if it's not instant death. Yeah, here's when you roll something other than instant death on the on the mutation table, you can fill in a new action dot in will or angst in addition to gaining the mutation. Every also, you have a high tolerance for drugs and all kinds of stuff. So. Every time you roll instant death, you can instead remove a stat. Oh, and not nice. Ooh. Just examples of yeah. things that you can do. Again, these are abilities that like you you, you don't start choose. with necessarily. You have mm -hmm. to choose, right? Or gain them from experience. Commander, you're uh, a hot shot with the people's resistance, right? So you would have things like Chainbreaker, take plus two impact to any action rolls made to damage or destroy government property. Nice. And then you have, quite literally, the artifact hmm. the Outworld Made Flesh. The artifact is a direct link to the outworld. A human child of gods, real gods, blessed with immeasurable power, successfully sequestered away until now. Perhaps a savior sent to right humanity's wrongs. Perhaps a harbinger of the true end. The road will tell all. Only one gang member may choose the artifact playbook. Makes sense. So, if you choose the artifact, then the artifact that you're delivering is literally a person. Right, mm -hmm. in the same way that I mean, I, I for some reason my immediate thought is like Eleven from Stranger Things. Right, you've got somebody who's like very valuable to a lot of different people, and basically you're trying to like keep them safe and then take them to where they need to be. Right. Then you've got your various cycle manufacturers, and we'll get into that in a minute because that's the next thing that you can do. So. Stephen has been kind enough, sorry, Sam has been kind enough to print out playbooks. I believe one copy of all of, of each yep. playbook. So, one of each and rules on back. So yeah, there's your front, which is your playbook, and then the back, you gotta flip. 
like that. It's a rule sheet, just whenever you need to reference something, right? Check that. So you've got Hamhawk, Gear Belt, Outmind, Commander, basically one of each, right? So, though you can play multiple, for instance, Hamhawks or Defects or whatever, because we only have one sheet. Mm-hmm. Everybody picks a unique one, right? <laughs> and again, only one person can normally play the artifact anyway, so it makes sense. It's in the spirit of Dungeon World and Blades in the Dark. So, hmm. who wants to do what? You now you initially said Hamhawk. Now, based on all of that, do you still want Hamhawk? Go. Okay. I mean, I heard Hamhawk and went, oh, that's Hamhawk character, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And again, because of the printing, you might want to take a quote. Like, for instance, like, really... If you look, yeah. there's like a minus one I there or whatever. Okay. Like you might need to like whip out a pen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was. Or just look at it light in a certain way or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So that's Hamhawk. Anybody else? I was thinking either the uh, genomorph or the defect. <laughs> okay. Both sound real fun to me. You want to be a former fascist or a six-armed freak? Mm. All right. Just because that man on the inside is always a fun one to play. Mm-hmm. You're the one who almost probably maybe got us the artifact. It's like, no. I mean that that's that's the natural hook, right? Is mm-hmm. that yeah, probably came from a government facility or something like that. Of course, you'd have a man on the inside who can't go back. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of in with the gang. I've made much choice. necessity. Right. Yep. And I just I always love that like I almost want to call it like playful hatred. Mm-hmm. That setup of like ah you're all right but fuck you but you're all right but also fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The you're waiting to get stabbed in the back. You're never gonna have another surprise birthday party again. Gonna be surprised, motherfucker. Yeah, surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. All rise, motherfucker. <laughs> Sunrise. Does anybody else have a, a really strong idea of what they want to play? Um, I wanted to make Yumi, and uh, the first thing I, mm-hmm. the first thing I saw was uh, the heads explode thing. So yeah, outline. Yeah. Outline. Yeah. That's really pretty good. strong. But also, artifact sounds good for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Artifact, you do a lot more, like, instead of the traditional, like, Tetsuo's sort of, like, brain-melting psychic stuff, yeah. you do a lot more, like, dimensional shit, right? <laughs> so the Artifact, for instance, you can expend your special armor to become completely undetectable for around a minute. Just phased. You can expend your special armor to entreat the outworld. When you do, either ask a question or for t- or petition for power. Ooh. You get it, but the outworld will request a deed in return. Okay. For instance. Some wheeling and dealing. So you're so in. you're connected with like the otherworldly being of the outworld. Right. I think I'll go with Outmind again. Outmind, the psychic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is Outmind? A more brutal approach. Okay, so we've got Tackwit, Artifact, Defect, Genomorph, Commander. And gear belt. What are you feeling? I think Gino is my backup. I don't know what my first oh, right. is. Hmm? 
So yes, mm. I would Gino's is, is my backup, okay. but I don't know what I want to play first. But the other person's parents were like, oh yeah, you can just meet us there. Like, oh, can you go get here? Okay. Did you, did you really lobby for that, or? I was too busy being polite. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, I just want to point out that you can come up with a very convenient family emergency <laughs> that prevents you from driving out there. I just want to go ahead and say that. Like, I have explosive it's, diarrhea or something. I mean, diabetes. Mm. I, have ex- I have explosive diabetes. <laughs> yeah, but then we'll, we'll never get it. Like, see, we'll never get invited again. Type 3 diabetes. Type 3 D. The explosive guy. That was my delay. I was, I'm there. No, you're, the, yeah, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, any, any, any solid choices there? Or are you guys still, still debating? I mean, if you can't decide, go for Genomorph and I'll go for Defect. Okay. Then I'll go with the Genomorph. There we go. Okay. Uh, you're going with Defect, right? Yeah. Because I'm trying to think of, like, the meta-level play as well. Of We've got somebody who beats ass and intimidates people. Yeah. So that leaves, like, friendly conversation as something that will probably fall on me. Which then also adds the extra layer of fun of, yeah, but it's just easier to beat ass. Mm-hmm. It is true. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say. Beat ass. It's easier to, <laughs> to beat ass and chew bubble chew bubble. Okay. I guess the Genomorph does quite a bit less stats. Okay, so you've... You've got to earn them. So you've picked a playbook, right? You have mm-hmm. different um, starting dots. You can see that they should already be, like, filled in, right? Um, you've got certain starting abilities, right? Like, for instance, under playbook abilities, if you've got something that's already marked, you start with that, right? Um, and you've got a special playbook fuse um, that describes what a jockey with each playbook is good at and how to get shit done. So, and so this is where, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you additional information because the playbook doesn't really give you Hmm. everything to put these guys together, right? So, old Hamhawk, you've got two dots in scrape already, right? Yeah. Or two arrows, right? Damn. Choose one more from will or angst. So any action dot. Yeah. Bully. You're going to put the top yeah, there you go. first bully dot. Cool. Your playbook fuse, which is a personal fuse, mm. this is something you mark down and personal, is brutal. Okay. Outmind. So you started with one sus, right? Mm-hmm. You choose two more from will or angst. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your playbook fuse, which again is a personal fuse, is weird. That's it? <laughs> and you can see next to these fuses there are the two ticks that when you play into them you mark those. 
If you fill them out, you get an XP, you get mark XP, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Um, okay, defect. Mm-hmm. You should have started with one bully, one sus, and one scrape. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Your playbook fuse is traitor. The kind of thing that you might scream at. Mm-hmm. Traitor. Yeah. Traitor. Um, now, you don't get any extra action dots because you already have three. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I get one. So, yeah, you get, because of your bonuses, you get choose one from will or angst. Yeah. Right? And your playbook fuse is Death Wish. Hmm. So that's everybody, right? Did I run over? Do I start with a mutation? No. You gotta earn them. Go try to die. Go try to <laughs> die. Yeah, go, go die. <laughs> okay, so everybody's got that recorded, right? All that stuff that mm-hmm. I just told you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Choose a personal fuse. So you've already got your playbook fuse. That counts one. Then pick another one. It's a descriptive word or two that describes how your jockey is as a person. Right? So again, that's things like friendly, um, direct, brutal. I mean, you've already got brutal, but like... Asshole. You know. Right. I, I, I think, I think a, in this game, everybody's kind of an cop. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Everything bagel seasoning hummus. Thank you. It's everything bagel seasoning hummus. Trisket hummus stuff. Type yeah. three diabetes. Yes, very good. <laughs> he's he's like forty five minutes behind, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, okay. I just thought maybe Kyle could eat cheese. He's on heroin, so don't yeah. wasn't on heroin at the meeting. Did you do that in between? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll do it on the go. Like be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, so so Wild after that you should have two personal fuses, right? The one from your playbook and one that you've created yourself. And again, these are things that like if you lean into it, you get to tick, and if you tick you get to mark XP, right? Mm-hmm. So it encourages you to act as you as you describe yourself. I better get in here before everybody eats the triscuits. They're marked. It's okay. Excellent. Also, now that you've marked a personal, another personal fuse, right? Choose one playbook ability. You get one. You get one. No hummus for dog. No. Now that is in addition to anything that's already marked on your sheet, right? Okay. Mm. So some playbooks come with like already. They've got something marked under their playbook abilities, and they just start with that. Does that make sense? But you do get one free one right at the start. So just choose your favorite. Mark it. Then, once you've done that, you're each going to pick four pieces of equipment to list down in your equipment list. Now the list of equipment, if you're if you're on the document, is page eighty-two, and that lists a bunch of equipment and the amount of carry dots, right, that they cost. So four items, but even that might take up all your carry if you pulled them all. 
Right. If you pulled them all out, you don't have a cap for, like, the things you list. So you could choose, like, four pieces of equipment that all cost three, for instance. Mm -hmm. But you'd only be able to pull out two of those things before you'd have to go to downtime and clear your carry track. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or you can take four really cheap things and always be able to pull all of those things out at once. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, which page was this? Equipment? That is on 82. <coughs> I also have this on the iPad if you'd like to use that instead of your device. Four? Yeah, choose four things. And then mark down how many dots they cost. Cheese plate. And after you've done that, record your look and your nickname. And that's kind of like, you know, in Monster of the Week, you've got those things where, like, you know, mm -hmm. your, your nickname is what the gang knows you by. It's not necessarily your literal name, obviously, but, mm -hmm. like, you know, you might be uh, Kid Viz or, <laughs> you know, Wheels or Arthur from Arthur <laughs> or, what, like, wh whatever that may be. Now, of course, I don't think Arthur was around in 1986, but... Um, yeah, you mark that down, and then your look, you can you put things like, you know, motorcycle leathers, um, green eyeliner, huge cut piece, whatever. Like, you just mark some things down so that you have a distinct look. You'll also do the same thing for your cycle. You can describe what your cycle looks like as well. But. And once you've done that, your jockey is done. And then we put our cycles together. Was the equipment? Eighty-two. So, if I took my playbook ability that the carry dots of any drugs you take as equipment are zero, does that mean I can just? Is that in a, do do I still have to spend the four to buy drugs, or is that only when I'm trying to pull them out? Only when no, you, you still you still have to list them. Mm -hmm. Like you choose them now, yeah. but then to pull them out would be free, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah. you can always pull out drugs. Yeah, that 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 doesn't mean that you would have like an endless supply of drugs <laughs> of all kinds that you can pull out. It basically means like you choose a drug to list down in the equipment, and then no matter what your loadout your your carry track is, you've always got some drugs. I like that it's specifically lock pick plus lock, implying there is no key. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Spray paint kind of drugs? No, spray paint is not a drug. No. <laughs> not traditionally speaking, no. I live, I die, I live again. I Remember. That's, that's not spray paint, technically, I don't think. That's, it's not silver spray paint. That's, that's, it, it's, I mean, it is, but <laughs> yeah. it isn't. It, it, yeah, it's a Out drug. of fiction, yeah. it's just spray paint. It's a drug that's <laughs> supplied by... A spray it's can. Aerosol. <laughs> yeah, it's a spray can. Yeah. You should probably, you know, be applying it directly. I'm pretty up sure the out nose, of fiction, it's but... not spray paint either. Because yeah, not... you don't want your actors yeah. to not spray li- paint their teeth. Yeah, not literal spray paint, but it, it's it is a. Oh, what was it? It's one of those. I can never remember the word for it. It's aerosol? like a little air spray gun that you oh, use for painting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The airbrush. Yeah, air, airbrush. There we go. Yeah. yeah. It was an airbrushed on kind of thing. I do like that they have drugs, good drugs, and then blow your effing mind drugs. Right. Of course. Proper levels of escalation. <laughs> That's all it took. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of starting a game and it's like, what equipment did you got? Well, I picked up some condoms, some drugs, some good drugs, and some really fucking good <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Were the drugs on the list? Yeah, drugs are on the list. There's like I said, there's drugs for one dot. There's good drugs for two dots. And then there's really effing good drugs. Oh, your fucking mind drugs. It's on the equipment list. It's on page 82. You see drugs. It costs for one dot, and there's an asterisk, right? Oh. The asterisk tells you, see Appendix F on 96 for a list of common drugs and their effects. Mm Mm-hmm. I would get good drugs, I'll spend like two of my <laughs> I love how all the weapons specifically say not a gun. Not a gun, obviously, because it's a melee weapon. Also not a gun. <laughs> Can I use tire chains as a weapon? I don't see why not. Since it's not melee weapon. You should have known better. <laughs> what do you mean it's not melee weapon? Yeah, like the list melee weapon is its own equipment. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can just, well, yeah, uh, you can use tire chains, you can, you would basically just, you mark it down as a melee weapon and just say that it's tire chains, right? As opposed to using tire chains for their intended purpose. Awesome. Instead of, like, <coughs> using a fire extinguisher as a melee weapon, which was awesome. Right, you would mark down <laughs> melee weapon, parentheses, fire extinguisher. Sure. Right, yeah. Maybe I'll, because that's what I was going to maybe use the fire extinguisher for, because it only costs one dot. Cedar picked out 
Queen Greatest Hits Volume 2 as their record team. Hmm. Not bad. Decent choice. Well, they could have gotten more, but they didn't play to them. Ghost of Shima Jamasani. Mm-hmm. And like, like the character, the ghost was playing the flute, and these little cats came up, and I was like, oh, boy. Jason was like, two months, you're gonna have two, and I was like, oh. <laughs> the realization. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. What?
pick your bikes. Not yet. I'm probably going with an in uh, Is that the one that can teleport? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one that allows it to turn into a briefcase. Yeah. Fold it up, take it with you. That's gotta be heavy though. No, it says it's the size and weight of a small leaden backpack. Wow. Yeah, because that one has like extra dimensional kind of stuff. It's yeah. Got it. Okay. It, it, it's the MP kind of tech. Yeah. Hmm. That might be up my alley. Yeah. You instantly summon your cycle to yourself or vice versa. So you can teleport to your motorcycle. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, I should get a first aid kit. No, I'm not worried about that. Does anybody have Tune? Has what? Tune. No. I mean, I only have, like, one ability. So. I guess I'm leaning into it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I only got to chose, choose one star, because if I have no starting mutation, then I only have one stat where you guys start with three. Yep, but I didn't get a choice. So I need to die quick. No, no. Almost die. <laughs> so we're going to do the Final Fantasy 2 thing where we just kill you? Mm -hmm. So you can beef up your stats? <laughs> wail on him until his health goes up. Yeah, fine. Don't worry about it. That would be nice to actually have like one star mutation or something. It's all about potential. Ro roll to die quick? Yeah, you got to earn like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Everybody pick their equipment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Except for the cycle. Cycles. Okay. Here's the cycle catalog. Yeah. There are five manufacturers. You, depending on the manufacturer you pick, you get a certain amount of dots in cycle, obviously. You get a special um, that's exclusive to that manufacturer specifically. Um, You'll choose a cycle fuse, one word descriptor that characterizes what your cycle is like. Hmm. Not necessarily a look, but maybe it's a feeling that it evokes, or you know how it performs, or whatever. Um, and that cycle fuse is under the personal side, right? Um, and then you choose a cycle mod specifically from the manufacturer list. Mm. The list that you have chosen. So here are the, the cycle catalog. Right here, you can see all the different cycle manufacturers available. That's what the red triscuits used to be. Yathagarasu. So you know what the Yathagarasu? Maybe. I'm looking at them. It was the name of that one restaurant. Mm hmm.
Yeah, I think I've got to go with an Enra with a defect character. It's very fitting. The mm -hmm. Yat Choose one more from cycle. No, let's just go aggro. Completely balanced. <laughs> Do we still get XP for failures or? Personal traits. Yeah, for taking, changing them. For ticking the fuses. Okay. 
seriously considered taking the playbook thing that allows you to have five copies. <coughs> <laughs> Let you survive that much longer and be but then that you, much more of an ass. Then you're a mess, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually called House of Cards. <laughs> just get uh, just get mutations. There you go. There's there's one playbook ability that allows me to pass on my mutations to other people. Ooh. As well as the dot. So I lose I lose the dot, I think, mm. and the mutation, but you gain the dot and the mutation. So you take the risk, we take the reward. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. So you can mutate me and then you guys get it. Okay, so stand still. We're going to beat on you until you're about to die. <laughs> but it's a downtime action, so... Ah, okay. Is that 12? What's that? That's 12. Gain trait, guys. Gain fuse. You're going to, I'm not. Yeah. Everybody do their cycle? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you chose a manufacturer, you picked a cycle fuse, again, it goes under personal. Chose a cycle mod and recorded the look for your cycle. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you've done that, uh, Everyone should introduce themselves to the table. That's what I don't have as a nickname. <laughs> Bork. Bork? Bork. It's like, it's like pork, but with a B. Uh-huh. Uh, my real name's Brock. <laughs> but I can't, I can't always say it too good. Uh, Bork. So Brock becomes. Oh, Bork. so that's you. I thought you were suggesting. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. So you're a Bork. I Bork. Okay. Yeah. Bork. Bork. I'm uh, uh, big meaty man, slap meat. Uh, assless chaps, no shirt, <laughs> mohawk, <laughs> hockey mask. It's black. Mm -hmm. I don't. Boy, he sounds like someone I want to date. <laughs> <laughs> Real ten out of ten going on. Uh, he, uh, he, uh, him, I assume. I just like to fight. Pretend <laughs> <laughs> junior fight. <laughs> No yeah, pronouns, just Bork. Yes. <laughs> bork, I, bork is Bork. Uh, no, bork is Bork. Uh, bork just Borks. I like that. Bork has evolved beyond bork, the need for gender. Bork, bork, bork has no sexuality, gender. He's just Bork. Force to, of nature. I'm trying to think. Is that a gender or is that something different? It's Bork. It's a new gender bork, that's Bork. Yeah. It's just Bork. <laughs> I'm going to write Bork slash Bork as <laughs> your pronouns. Yeah. Bork, I from Bork. Bork from Bork. Bork, Bork from Bork. Bork von Bork. Bork and Stein. Bork and Mindy. Oh, no, no, no. That's my dad's name, Bork. <laughs> Call me Mr. Bork. So, Sam? Senior Bork. The coffee's ready for the Yeah, it is. I, I'm going to be playing uh, Ferkel, which is the German oh, word for a piglet. Okay, spell it. F E R 
K-E-L. Okay, that's what I thought. Urkel. Okay. Yep. Urkel. Okay. It just sounds like what you call Fat Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> fat Urkel. Yeah. Uh, you are a defect, right? Yep. And we'll be he, him this okay. time around. I just wanted to show you this email in case you weren't pissed off with Xfinity. Oh, boy. Yeah, so. Um, so Bork, what's your, what's the name of your cycle, by the way? Oh, I have to name my cycle? Well, you don't have to, but uh, I, I assume it would should. also be named Bork. <laughs> Bork Jr.? Are we talking yeah. about like a Hodor? Hoda we're, we're getting Bork. some Hodor going on here. The of, less names for a Bork it, to remember, the better. Or is, it, is it Metal Bork? Yeah. <laughs> La- louder Bork. Vroom Vroom Bork. Iron Bork. Yeah, the Iron, iron Bork. bork. Iron Bork, go. I like. Iron <laughs> Bork. It, it's either got Iron Chef or Iron Chic vibes, depending on how you want to take Sam, what's the, your cycle? Uh, it's got a Tron aesthetic, so mm. maybe just like the Light Cycle or Light Cycle. Mm-hmm. Or just Light. Keep it simple. Light L. Yeah. Light. Okay. L-Y-T. Light. I spell good. The Iron Bork. <laughs> My character's name is Harlot Queen. Okay. Is it misspelled? So it's like Queen, the actual word Queen? K-W-E-E-N? Ooh. <laughs> no, it's, it's spelled. Spelled traditionally? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your playbook again? It's out, Outmind? Outmind, yes. Outmind pronouns? She, her. Cool. And the name of your bike? The name of my bike? Oh, let's go with... Uh, Kevin. <laughs> God, no. Kevin! <laughs> Spell that? <laughs> it's K-Y-V... U N. Okay, stop. stop. <laughs> I'm unable to think. Stop. <laughs> uh, let's just go with Grim Reaper because that's the cycle mm-hmm. look I got. Okay. Yeah, that's. Or as, I mean, Grim Reaper. Use the cycle look as the name. Okay, Lance. Yeah, I got my cycle name. Still have. Don't have a nickname. <laughs> I, I'm drawing blanks. Kevin. Okay, I'm going to. <laughs> so if it helps. Too late. I'm giving you a name now. My, my name is Kevin. Lover, Death Wish, and High Octane. Cool. So we're going to call you Lover Boy? Lover Tang. Love it? Hmm? He's always working on the weekend. <laughs> e? We're going to call you. Like ecstasy? We're going to call you. Does that do you... lots of drugs? Hold on, hold on. Pick a, street... <laughs> Pick a street name for a drug, that's your name. <laughs> yeah. Street name. Oh, oh. Uh, Street name for a drug, not like a literal street Not a literal yes. street name. Oh, yes. Street name. Broadway heroin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> so, we, so we're making another, here's your stripper name. What style about thing. my blue crystal? What about Lonesome Joel? <laughs> Duff. 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 The beer. Duff Tantrum. Brick Slab Chest. I mean, those are always good to get. Too. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna look up. Uh, oh, what a drug! Hug. Drug. <laughs> black tar. Yeah, see there you go. Black tar. Snowman. Hold on, let me. Snowman. Snow crash. Uh, you Courtney. 
Courtney. <laughs> what drug is named Courtney? You could be it's Molly's sister. You could be blind, blind squid. You could be African salad. Ooh, African salad. <laughs> You could be... Is this a Metal Gear name generator? No. <laughs> you could be Big Chief. It's a name for Mescal, apparently. Yeah. Um, Special K. Spec. Yeah. Could be, you could be Nubs. For peyote. You are mutated. What are, what's your mutation? Peyote's got to have some good ones, yeah. I hadn't thought about You that. could be Mexican Black Tar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said Black Tar. Uh, Spice K twelve, mm. MBT Mexican Jacks. Black Tie, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. <laughs> okay, I'll do Frankenstein. There we go. It's crank for short. Crank for short. There you go. Okay. It's also because you're eighty five and very cranky. Also, a long term descendant of Crank Mashaft. Because my, <laughs> my cycle look is old fashioned. So it, it, oh, it's a Harley okay. or equivalent, but it's like. Oh, you ride an Indian. Yeah, I was going to say. Indian <laughs> what's, uh, what's oh. your playbook again? If I could uh, the, get a bike, the it would be an Indian. The mutant, the, and the then Gino I would probably off. try to like Gino mod the engine to make it an electric. And then find some way to make it noisy again because I'm not going <laughs> to get run over on the freaking highway. You just uh, post yeah. some. Like Baseball cards in the spokes. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of your bike? Old fashioned. Old fashioned. So, what name did you go with? Frankenstein. Frankenstein, Frankenstein. of course, yeah. The, Frank, for the, sure. the perfect name. Is it's that. high octane, so. Is that starting with a K or a C? A C. Okay. Didn't know how edgy we were Very going. traditional. It's all fashioned. Yeah, that's true. There's three J's. Let's figure that out. Okay, so you guys need a rep fuse. A one-word descriptor that characterizes the gang as a whole. Gregarious. I mean, that could get behind that. <laughs> okay. I get behind that. <laughs> Georgius. Mm. Lit. <laughs> yeah. I'm just supply you guys with drugs all the time. I, I, I gave you guys drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetic. <laughs> It'd be a very unfortunate gang because they'd have to stop every 15 minutes to pee. Hold on. Does it have a camel and a catheter? What about classless explosive? Okay. In yeah. both the idea of like diarrhea. <laughs> no, diabetes. no diabetes. Diabetes specifically diabetes. Uh huh. Because there's there is stealth in the game. Yeah. But I imagine we're going to be the types of people who attempt stealth and then... And then kick a door it. open. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then or, even during regular you, combat... Or you pick a lock with, like, a gun. Mm -hmm. My character also has a saxophone that he just it. always plays. <laughs> You're so. always playing the epic sax. He doesn't know how to play it, but he blows into it a lot. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you don't want to know what that would sound like. This is the song of my people. <laughs> 
Sounds like a, so, a yak so, dying. So unsubtle is what you're saying. <laughs> oh, that's a good word. I like that. Bombastic. I like it because it means we can start stealthy and then say fuck it at any point in time. Okay. Unsubtle. And then someone just yells Leroy Jenkins and it's all over with. You know it's just going to be Bork! <laughs> so, yeah. Bork! Now you got. Now you have to pick gang fuses, which remember is your is a one word descriptor that characterizes your relationship between oh. two of you in the game. Okay, so that distribute gang fuses until everyone has at least one. Okay. Well, technically, not a gang fuse. The uh, unsubtle. No, that's your rep fuse. That's mm-hmm. for the that's for the gang's total reputation. That goes on the gang sheet, which I have uh, written here. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so gang fuses, remember, are like, you know, business partners, brothers, lovers, w- you know, ward, mentor, confidant, that sort of thing, right? Who pulled me into the gang and how? I think you should be my ward since you probably broke me out of an institute. That's fair. Uh, that oh, right. that would be the other way around. You're yeah, that's what I'm Yeah. What's the opposite term for ward? Ward and warden. 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 Okay. So I'm <laughs> yeah, your warden. warden. Yeah. Wow, that's right? really okay. leaning into the defect. I was going to ask if you, if you killed me one time so I could get a mutation, <laughs> blew my head off. Sign me up. <laughs> what do you call that for a relationship? Playful violence. <laughs> Plaything. That has a completely different meaning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guardian would probably be the better choice. Guardian. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I may just bookmark this list of street drug names. <laughs> it's a really easy one really to go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in case I need just to. Just in general, not for this game. Need to name. Yeah, just in case I need to name like a mutant or something mm-hmm. later. Okay. So, yeah, so again, talk amongst yourselves. Make sure that everybody has at least one gang fuse that will describe, you know, your relationship to somebody else in the game. So everybody doesn't have to have a a specific fuse with literally everybody Mm -hmm. else. Just make sure that you've got at least one thing to mark down, like you are this this to this person. And it doesn't have to be both ways. No, it does not have to be both ways. I don't have to write down Guardian for Lilith. You don't have to, no. I do kind of like that one. I think I want to be Bork's rival. I want to out-Bork Bork. Not possible. You know, yeah. <laughs> well, I, that, that's that's the drama, yeah. right? The constant yeah. struggle. You're my rival, but I like you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you try, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> you I mean, imitate Bork. <laughs> you're, you're, you're my, my jester. I do love that already, because it's the, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show Bork up with my mind powers, and Bork is just laughing because no. he's, like, squishing heads. Okay. So then, finally, we need a name for the gang. <laughs> Hmm. 
think of a verb and someone think of an animal. You think of an animal, you think of a verb. On the count of five, you're going to say them out loud. And that's our, that's our gang name. We can't dispute it. All right. Okay. On board. A plural animal. Mm. <laughs> verb. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three, four, five. Grilling parakeets. The grilling parakeets. <laughs> it's, it's just a backyard grill <laughs> with a parakeet hovering We're, above it with a chef's hat. Sounds on. very Australian. Hmm. True. With the grilling parakeets. I wasn't yeah, Australian yeah. either. <laughs> Well, a green lamp. Yeah, there we go. That's it. That's the stuff. That's Australian, right? Yeah. We are in Australia. What one? Where you are down and yeah, don't you know? Yeah, they are rude boy. God, that's not for your freedom. Should have gone with baked. Oh, maybe it's going the other way around and see baked parakeets. Okay, so grilling parakeets. Yep. Uh, okay, so we got Bork, we got Bork, Ferkel, Queen, and Crank in style. <laughs> the Grizzly Boars. <laughs> I didn't put that. I snow on your thing. Oh yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Grizzly <little>. Boars. <laughs> like someone messed up bears. Yeah, it was a typo. They just went with it. <laughs> Shit! This is the, they gave us the wrong banner. We'll fucking change the group name then. I can pay for a new banner. Pay for a new banner. We already paid the artist. <laughs> Because somebody just had, had like a lisp over the phone, it's like got misdesigned. <laughs> Fuck! Now we have to change our game name. No, we should have checked in with them. <laughs> I I love the idea that we just like stole a restaurant sign or something <laughs> as the logo. It was like on their restaurant menu. Yeah, <laughs> grilled barricades. No, it was a sandwich board outside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody made a little like drawing of like a. Standard like Weber grill, <laughs> a, a, a parakeet, parakeet on top like of a, it. The, the chef's little, hat. Yeah, the chef's hat. Maybe yeah. a kiss the cook kind of apron. Yeah, a little flipper in one of the claws. Yeah. So uh, spatula, spatula. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I also know words good. Let's <laughs> let's well yeah I mean, Bork, <laughs> uh, Yarp, uh, Yarp. So let's figure out what the artifact. is. Right. Mm. So, since the artifact is not a person, it needs to be something that you could conceal relatively easily, but not something so inconspicuous that someone wouldn't notice it if they saw it. So they could fit inside a grill that goes on somebody's bike. I thought you were going to start leaning into the parakeet again with the grill and parakeet. Stuff in a parakeet. It is the parakeet. So, for instance, like... An all-green Rubik's Cube. <laughs> it would have to be something that, like... Yeah, I mean, it couldn't be just like, oh, our artifact is a pair of car keys. You know what I mean? Like, that's, mm-hmm. that doesn't really work. Uh, some sort of, like, holographic storage medium. So it's... It has, like, a very light outline shape to it, and then it very clearly has, like, high-tech literal hologram that is somehow storing data. Mm-hmm. Is it in the form of a baseball card? Sure. One of those, baseball card sized. One of those pens that has the naked ladies on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now sci-fi it up a little bit. Keep going. <laughs> Three boobs. <Yeah>. Classic. <laughs> That'll catch some eyes. Some, some total mm-hmm. recall. Yeah, okay. It's just total recall paraphernalia. 
So, if you look at it from the other side, Arnold's head explodes. So let's do... Um, Members only jacket. That's e that's easily con that's too concealable because it just looks like a jacket. It, it's something where they look at it like stuff on the back. <laughs> like for instance, if if your stone. artifact is like like imagine that you could fit it in like a jacket pocket, right? So if your artifact was like maybe a fushigi ball, one of those like little mm -hmm. mirror balls, that's like a little too big, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not something that somebody would carry around all the time. That would be weird enough to be like, what's that? Okay. To, to, to the point where if you pulled it out of your jacket, somebody would be like, what the hell is that? Right? A parakeet. <laughs> what the hell is a that? A stuffed parakeet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it could be a real parakeet. It still talks. It's going to make noise and it's in your jacket. I mean, I, I almost like the idea of like a... Uh, a stuffed alien animal of some sort. Mm -hmm. It fits the weird. Ideas? New Coke. New Coke. God. It is 1986. True. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, that. So honestly, the Ru the Rubik's cube is not terribly far off. But that might be, t again, too too inconspicuous in that, like, maybe somebody's just colored it yeah. green or took off all the other colors and stuck yeah. green on that one. So, aside from that, my brain goes to, like, A walk. defective products or, like, the Chinese cheap knockoff products of, like, Star Wars character kind of stuff. Like a um, an entirely spherical toaster. Mm -hmm. Spherical. Yeah, so that it, it can't toaster. ever rest on like a countertop or a surface. It just has to kind of like keep it up as it's. But then it gets hot. Yeah, it gets hot. Can't hold on to it. Can't hold on to it. Yeah. So don't plug it you in. You can like put rocks on either side. Yeah. Or you just or just hold it and burn. These are your choices. Yeah. You can just burn. A, a Walkman with a Manford Man tape in it. Or a CD. It just it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> a laser disc. Uh, it doesn't stereo. have any batteries. A portable laser disc player. Uh, the size of. That <laughs> wasn't invented yet. This is the second industrial revolution, my friend. With the with the with the coming of the Outworlders, anything is possible. I jumped right past. That and straight to reel to reel tape again. We got a duck hunt gun. <laughs> okay. And it's got a super scope on it. <laughs> oh, I mean, obviously, yeah, you got it. That's pretty conspicuous. <laughs> it is pretty conspicuous, <laughs> especially if you're just carrying it around absent of a Nintendo. With just the, the cord the trailer. Cord, cord yeah. dragon behind it. It doesn't do anything. Or does it? I'll never tell. Bork it, never tell. It works on all TVs without having to plug anything. A, a headshot of Fred Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it's signed by Ben Savage. <laughs> right. Nobody noticed. Of 
bobblehead of God King Reagan. That would be a weird thing to carry with us. That's fair. Plastic Jesus. That's my favorite Depeche Mode. That's good. Yeah. And he can sit on the top of the, the front of the motorcycle. Bobblehead Jesus is pretty solid. Maybe just like a plastic bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we know why I have that. No, that's it just keeps getting lost amongst <laughs> your actual drugs. That's one, how it's and one day you snort the artifact and now you're the artifact. You snort the artifact again. <laughs> why stomach. are you glowing? To pump your stomach again. <laughs> well, that's how you change playbooks, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's always something. It's always something that catches us. A stretch arm strong full of cocaine. You the more you stretch it, the just, more cocaine there. You're just describing a stretch arm strong. <laughs> <laughs> Little to no difference. He-Man. Just the demand? <laughs> just, just, the just the concept the of He-Man. He <laughs> you pull out a note card that just has the basic elements of He-Man written on it. It's the uh, pilot just script. The pilot script for the X-Files. Nice. You just got it with you. It's like, man, this is going to blow up in a couple of years. Just wait. Mark my words. Ooh. It's gone places. But we need David to come. What about like a child's skull? In a bowling ball. covered in rhinestone. <laughs> yeah, in a bowling ball. I like that. Oh, we're doing we're doing a <laughs> mystery, mystery now, aren't we? Yeah. That's so good, though. Let's do a. Let's, I mean, I'm all I'm on board with it. Let's do uh, a, that's one of my favorite. Bowling ball with a skull. In it. He died is, when is, he is fell down an elevator shaft and landed on a bunch of bullets. <laughs> the bowling ball like resin or transparent yeah so you still yeah see it's the like the, it's like the ball and the, it's like the skull and then the ball is like resin and sort of i do like the idea of it being bedazzled though mm -hmm. yes just like bedazzled. just to make it or just like weirder but there's a rose in the skull's mouth Ooh. Yeah, okay let's do that classy all right is it still a child so it has both sets of teeth yes because <laughs> that makes it just even creepier <laughs> 